What's going on? What's going on, y'all? It's the one and only JR, host of the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well, staying safe. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into it, man. We're going to talk about, the obviously, the Ime Adoka situation, uh, Boston Celtics head coach. Uh, we're going to get into some Brett Favre. We're going to get into a lot of um, equality and accountability, how things in life in America, things aren't always equal and equitable. And as far as taking accountability. So with that being said, hope you guys are staying safe and staying well. I love y'all. It's been a minute, but your boy is back. Best cat secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not gonna let you get the Best, best, best cat secret. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the track is Pusha T featuring Kanye West, ASAP, Rocky, and the Dream, MPA, Money Pussy Alcohol. I see the strangest things, the evil that money Kobe. brings. I swear it's like a disease that goes round and round. She belongs to the streets. Like sirens, and they want to bury me. Cause I'm anti-everything Finish her I swear it's like a disease that goes round and round and round like sirens Money, pussy, alcohol You niggas pussy after all Money, pussy, alcohol. You niggas pussy at it all. Get in them drugs. I had a dream, I had it all. I woke up and really had it all. The three leading killers of you niggas is the shit that's most appealing to you niggas. Even I fell victim to it. Your pride don't let you do it. The lies will get you through it. Money, pussy, alcohol. What a wonderful cocktail. Fronted my first brick over oxtails and ran with it. Dope is like a two-way street. The addiction, both you and me. Now take a seat. Uh. 
Every car got a fleet, every bra get a Jeep Every sparkle in the club that wasn't ours, we compete Poor minds are poor decision makers No reward, then what's the risk you taking? New bitch, I've been fucking, might start a rap war Won't unveil it yet, can't tell it yet Defense wins games, Bill Belichick These hoes having Google numbers, niggas better check Oh shit, oh shit Money, pussy, alcohol You niggas pussy after all Money, pussy, alcohol You niggas pussy at it all You stupid. Kobe! Shout out my bitches, fucking baseball niggas that dress like Bammers with guaranteed contracts. Yeah, I see your vision. Sick of prison visits. Now the major leagues where you're fishing. You young and hot, so why not? The dealers is washed, the money is dry, so take your best shot. We can't judge you cause we ain't hug you We sent you off the other hoods and let them niggas fuck you For real We made you watch from afar Even talk down on you trying to dim your star Until we seen them foreign cars pull up And watch them pick you up And then we realized we missed a diamond in the rough So make us proud, make it count Until you learn to love them, make them spare no amount Make them dig deeper to keep you Knowing you deserve it Take advantage of it when you're worth it Real bitch is worth it Money, pussy, alcohol. You niggas pussy after all. Money, pussy, alcohol. You niggas pussy at it all. Been watching all you real niggas. Oh, shit. I've seen oh, shit. more won't than you will, niggas. Take a swing, snatch your chain, lose your mind, go insane. I'm in the club, you in the club too. I got money, you got money too. You think it's honeydew? Whispering in my ear like a honeydew. Eyeballing every bottle that we running through. Trying to stand near, nigga, damn near. Pushing bitches out the way to Instagram here. It's no pictures, now you win your feelings. I'm a real dope boy, no stranger dealings. Uh, bruised ego, Henny induced Debo's. All of a sudden, he knows. I cancel all of you G monies for G money. I get it done for quarter key money, for real. Money, pussy, alcohol. You niggas, pussy, after all. Money, pussy, alcohol. You niggas, pussy, at it all. That was Pusha T, Kanye West, ASAP Rocky, and the Dream MPA. And we're going to go ahead and get into it. So there's been a lot of things going on, headlines, reports, information. Obviously, the biggest story right now in sports is the Celtics coach, Ime Doka's, um facing a long season suspension um, for having a, a consensual relationship with a female staff member reports are saying they were mentioning the staff member, but they're also saying it's a, a, another woman as well. 
Uh, we don't know the inner workings, the inner details. More, more to more will come, and more to be followed on, on the story. But um, I found it very uh, astounding, just the the things that while I was hearing and seeing. So we need to do. We need to get back to a time where when we have conversations, we remove uh, feelings and we actually discuss things. So the word consensual, a consensus or of two people. To have consent, one person cannot have consent. It's it's two it's two people. It takes two to tango. So the fact that it was a consensual relationship means that it was agreed upon. Um, so I guess Thursday afternoon it came down that uh, that he would be facing a suspension for the entire twenty two twenty three season uh, for his role in a consensual relationship with a female staff member. Um, potentially another uh, staff member as well, and some unwanted remarks. Um, I'll be honest. When I heard this story, I kind of, kind of had an idea of where it goes, and I'm going to take you down the rabbit hole. We're gonna, we're gonna really try to dissect this thing. Um, Adrian Wojnarowski is a reporter for the NBA. He's always having the news or the, you know, all all the information regarding the NBA. Um, it came out initially on Wednesday that it was a unspecified violation of team rules, organizational guidelines. So every company has guidelines, and and I'm gonna explain this for a lot of people that don't understand. I'm gonna put it. I'm do my best to put it in layman's terms. So when you work for an organization, the organization's job is to ensure that no stain or negative reputation. Uh, tarnishes or splatters on the organization. That's why jobs have rules. They have code of conducts. They have league policies. They have organizational policies, things of that nature. So the Celtics have a rule in place, which I'm pretty sure soon to follow after other teams will probably copy and implement that into their procedures as well, where if you're working at the job, there can be no relationship. And if, um, you know, you can't mess with people that you work with. However, if this is an, uh, if this is something that happens outside of work, then it needs to be reported. I have a friend, uh, a female friend that works in HR, and she's explained this to me. So um, this is what's going on in corporate America today and just in, in general. Um, you cannot have improper relationships and things of that nature. So let me uh, take you into uh, not just I'll give you two aspects. I'll give you the military aspect because I was in the military. And then I'll give you the corporate side. So the military uh, fraternization, uh, hanging around people that are of higher rank than you. So if you're a sergeant, a sergeant is an E5 in the army. That's my rank. I'm an E5. I cannot date someone that is my senior. So if I'm a E5, apparently um, it would be not in my best interest to try to pursue someone that is a higher rank. So let's say E8. E8 is a first sergeant, master sergeant, or let's go officer rank. Um, Enlisted is not that big. It's still a deal, but it's not as bad. But where they frown is like an officer because an officer has more rank, uh, more commanding presence than an enlisted. So like, a, for an example, a captain or a, uh, a major can't be dating a, a E5, a sergeant. It, there is a there's a conflict of interest because if. Uh, when it comes to promotions and when it comes to things, commanders typically sign off. They approve a lot of things. A lot of the paperwork goes up through the chain. So there is a potential of him or her 
uh, boosting and um, making things favorable for that particular individual, him, her, or, you know, so on and so on. So that is why in the military it is frowned upon um, favoritism, things of that nature. In the corporate world, it's kind of the same exact thing. Um, CEOs don't typically date the workers because there could be a conflict of interest because maybe she's getting or he's getting a particular type of treatment that is unfavorable and it doesn't match what everyone else is getting. So I understand it. I definitely understand that aspect. But we got to call a spade a spade. If you're thinking that these things don't occur in corporate America, in the world in general and worldwide, you stupid. This has been going on for thousands of years. People will always be around. You think about it. You spend more time at work than you do at home. People typically tend to uh, flock and draft to their surroundings. So they typically tend to go to those things. So that's typically what's going to happen. You're going to have that. Um, Ime Adoka seems to have just ran into the wrong situation. Obviously, his longtime girlfriend, actress Nia Long, um, she's catching backlash from this. And the backlash not being that she did anything wrong. It's just that she is affected by it. Um, granted, improper, intimate, and consensual relationships are typically frowned upon in any organization. Um the, the, the term don't shit where you eat or, you know, don't mess with women that you work with because what could happen is that uh, situation could tend to come to work and it could get very messy and it could get very messy fast, as we're clearly seeing. Um, I'm going to walk you through what I'm thinking is happening. Um, so I'll give you a little bit of backstory on Ime Adoka. Ime Adoka is a Nigerian-American a uh, former player and basketball coach. Uh, he's 45 years old. He recently led the Boston Celtics to the NBA final in his first year as the head coach, losing uh, six games to the Golden State Warriors. He was a former assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Yudoka led the Celtics to the to a 51-31 and regular season record. Um, Adrian Wojnarowski is saying that right now, Yudoka's job isn't believed to be in jeopardy, but um, I'm thinking that if I'm Yudoka and I'm in this situation, I'm probably just going to resign because you don't want this lingering stigma. The best way to kind of get away from it is if you detach yourself. Him still being linked to it is just going to cause more speculation, more rumors, more issues. The best bet would be to just distance yourself and separate yourself. So, you know... Those are the things that's lingering. Um, consensual, like I said, we want to go back to the term consensual. I'm from an era where word, words mean things. We can't just we can't be in our feelings and say that. Oh well, this doesn't mean. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this. We're gonna figure it out. I'm not in this era where we replace uh we replace feelings for words. We we can't do that. And I'm seeing a lot of that uh, today. So a lot of people don't know the definitions of words. I'm a person that is a stickler on that. So the, the, in, the, in the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary, the term consensual, this is the definition, relating to or involving consent or consensus. Consensual as in sexual activity. So for it to be consensual, it is agreed upon. Uh, uh, a contract, an agreement existing of consent, 
a or a sexual activity performed with the consent of all parties involved. So we're saying that it was in a consensual relationship. Now, this is the kicker. A lot of people are saying, well, the relationship, um, why did he get such a stiff punishment? To me, it kind of, I didn't understand it at first, but what it's, it's looking like is that he ended up messing with one of the female staffers that is uh, married to a vice president of the organization. Now, that is a huge no-no. That is a huge no-no. We, we can't do that. You stupid. And obviously, they felt that they had to make a, a, a message, and it probably made the vice president that is the one that's dealing with that upset, and he wanted to make it be known. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to roll you guys through this scenario, but I'm also going to, so as a guy, most men won't admit it, but a lot of men get put in these situations in the workplace. Um, I've came into like, everyone goes through stuff. I'm typically a person that I stay to myself. I don't get myself in, uh, try to get myself in any situations, but life happens. Life be life. And we're going to make mistakes. We're going to straight a path. We're going to straight a course. So I had a situation like this. It's not, and I've mentioned it on the show before, but we're going to, to bring clarity and bring light to it, I'm going to break it down for you. So I was talking to a girl. I work at the hospital. Um, Not going to say what hospital, but obviously I work at a hospital. Um, And one of the females, this was back when COVID, the height of COVID, and um, they had greeters at the door. There was a girl that was a greeter at the door and I would see her coming into work and I would always see her and she would always stare at me. And as a guy, it's like, okay, that's to me, that's a choosing signal. If you're looking at me and especially if I keep seeing it's consistent and we're locking eyes, I'm thinking, okay, like, all right, so I'm going to find out what's up. So maybe a week goes by and I, and I keep getting it and I just decided to finally like talk to her and I catch her and I'm just like, hey, you know, I see you looking at me. Um, you know, saying I, th- I think you look good. Um, you know, I want to get to know you. I like to, you know, talk to you, get to know you, see where your head is at. And we exchange numbers. By that time, we us exchanging numbers, that's a consensual act. Um, it never went anywhere other than text messages. Um, but this is the kicker, and this is what I'm talking about. And I'm gonna bring us full circle. I'm gonna bring us all the way home. So we were texting, and I'm, I'm, and and I'm never texting at work. So um, because of when I'm working, it's like it's kind of hard to be on the phone. So a lot of the text messages were past the time I got off. So that's that's a good thing. Um, it's it's never it was never during the workday. Um, just so happened to work out that way. Um, so yeah, we're texting and I'm asking her, you know, what her situation, what she got going on, and you know, she's just like, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm working, I'm trying to go back to school, and you know, I have a she had a kid at the time, and um. Just getting to know her, trying to see where her head is at. And, you know, I just asked her, you know, like, hey, like, you know, I think you're cool. And I, you know, I want to get to know you. And out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, out of the blue, women are like this. They're very fickle. I come to work and she starts acting weird. Like she sees me, the energy shifts. Like she doesn't like look at me anymore. She doesn't greet me. So I'm thinking like, damn, like, what's up? Like, did something happen? Did I do something? Like, what's going on? Um... So I finally like bring it up to her and then she just constantly just randomly sends me this text like, hey, like, you know, um, you're cool, but, you know, I don't think this is going to work. I don't really like you. And to me, as a guy, my brain is like, how do we get from here to here? We was just texting. Everything was cool. 
whatever. I mean, women, I feel like women have plenty of reasons to why they disqualify guys. And it, it's just a feeling. And this is where it goes back to feelings and uh, being happy and chasing women's happiness. They're never consistent. It's a, it's one day you're happy, one day you're sad. One day I like you, one day I don't like you. I can't really deal very well with that type of behavior, but that's neither here nor there. So I get that energy from her, and I'm just like, okay, well, this is the energy that I'm getting. All right, bet. So I just wanted to, I'm the type of person, I just want to get to the bottom of, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to, you don't have to, I hit her up, and I'm like, hey, like, I just want to know, like, I'm not trying to bug you. I'm not trying to come off wrong. I just want to know what's going on. And she took that as like, oh, I'm trying to harass her or bother her. Like, no, I just generally wanted to know what happens because like to me in my mind is like, OK, if I said something or did something, let me know. So I know maybe not to do that behavior to the next person or the next go around, you know, to learn from it. But I mean, I feel like I really didn't do anything in full circle. We're going to figure it all out. We're going to I'm going to bring it home. So. She ends up like blocking me and then all of a sudden, maybe like a week goes by and then I get this email. Yeah, man, I'm at work and I'm checking my uh, email and I hear this notification. I'm like, okay, check my email. And it's from the HR. And I'm like, okay, like, what is, like, what is this? Like, I don't know what's going on there. Like, hey, there's uh, somebody, uh, a third party. It wasn't even her. It's because she reported it to her supervisor. And I think uh, her supervisor at the time was trying to do the right thing, which I get it. But it was like she was just discussing like, hey, like there's this guy and, you know, he sent me these messages. And then when, I guess once she said that, obligated to tell. When you're in a supervisor position, a manager position, if someone tells you some information in confidence um, and it's something that is uh, along the lines of something serious, a serious allegation and you know about it and you don't report it. What typically is going to end up happening when the investigation is done and it, and it turns out that you knew about it and you did nothing, they're going to fire you. So what t- nine times out of 10, what people do is once they get that information, if they hear it, they're going to report it. So she necessarily didn't report me. It was a third party because she mentioned it to her supervisor. And when she did that, that's what set the, uh, the flag off or whatever. And they came my way. And then it was a whole like, it was very frustrating because like, I'm like, I've never been in no situation like this. Like I'm very cool, laid back, um, just have conversations and, but I'm not going to lie. This situation was an eye opener and it taught me something and it just changed how I move. But, um, yeah, that, that whole situation was just very weird. So I get a, a call and I speak to him and he was telling me like, Hey, we got information of, of an employee. I can't mention her name, but I mean, come on, man, it's only one person. I'm, I'm, I know exactly who you're talking about. So he tells me, like, hey, this is this situation that's going on. I want to find out. I want to know more. And I explained to him, and then this is the kicker. So she sends in the text messages, right? You know, women have their text message thread. But what I noticed when he told me about the text messages and he sent them to me, I'm like, hey, you, you don't see how the, the, the lag in the messages, like, it looks weird. Like, there's the timing is off. And then also, like, look at my replies, like, there's certain things that are said in the text messages that she cut out. So she screenshotted and she took out the messages. She basically picked and chose what messages to send. And, and to my, and to my thing, I'm, I'm very aware. The conversations were very general in nature. Um, I never said anything that was uh, accusatory or anything that was going to put me in a bind. These were just random, like, Hey, I like you. Like, Hey, when can we go out? 
Like, when can I see you? It was along those lines. So he basically tells me, like, hey, man, you know, um, this conversation and things that, that's going on, um, you're having these conversations in the workplace. And he said, but technically, uh, these conversations you had, they weren't at the workplace. And I'm like, yes, I, I know that. Like, people meet each other. This is a normal thing. Like, we have to start making this normal. But at the same time, it's not normal. Like what I mean by not normal, obviously, we're not messing with people's uh, spouses, people that are like not that to the effect you're going to meet someone at work that you might find attractive or someone that you might like. Now, obviously, the, the, the goal now, obviously, moving forward, you typically don't want to date around your work area because that's where you make your money and you don't want to be in a situation where you run into a Ime Adoka type situation. So long story less long. Um they do the re, they do the uh, investigation. Investigation doesn't take long because I provide them with the full text messages. She took out and cropped out certain things. I gave them the whole thing. Um, the conversations were never at work, and they was able to just drop everything. And I was my the issue that I have with that was I didn't never really get a excuse me. I never really felt like I got my just due, and the fact that that was uh, put on me, I felt like they just threw it on there. And then when they seen that I had the evidence to clear. They just said, hey, we came to our conclusion with the investigation that you weren't at fault. Um, I didn't even really get no sorry. Like, but this is the world that we're living in. And I'm going to tell you why my situation, and I'm going to connect it all with Ime Adoka's situation. This is just me. I'm not even there, but I'm pretty sure this is what happened. Ime Adoka, head coach of the Boston Celtics. Probably being a coach, you travel, you go to different arenas, you go to different places, you get close with the staff. You They, they become like really... Uh, intimate. You start to get to know people. You get to know their inner workings, the details of their life. This is my my uh, scenario of what happened. He probably got close to this lady, and it be, being that it was consensual, she might have been in a relationship, married, but at the time she agreed to the to the relationship, and there wasn't an issue. But I think the issue started to come that uh, maybe she didn't feel comfortable anymore. Maybe she felt like her husband was catching on. Or she knew that she was about to get caught. Because that women are really good at that. We got to start calling the spade a spade. Women are really good at flipping the script and playing victim. Double kill. We got to start. We got to start calling it what it is. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, so I'm, this is what I'm, this is the scenario. I'm thinking he was messing around with her and he really liked her. And they have a relationship. It's a consensual relationship, meaning both parties agreed. And maybe it got to a point where. Either she didn't want to do it anymore or she was about to get caught or maybe she did get caught. And, and what do women do when they about to get caught? They start they start crying. They they uh, throw you under the bus. And now we're seeing the full effect on full display. She's not being held accountable for anything. There's no actions in her regard. Everything is being placed on Ime Adoka. And I have no problem saying that he is in the wrong. But this is where we go back to uh, equality. Women want to be equitable. I say this all the time. Iron Man. Women want to be Iron Man. They want to be equal. They want to be a man. They want to put on the suit when it benefits them. But when they don't, but then when the monsters in the world is about to end and Thanos is here, oh, I don't want to be Iron Man no more. I'm taking the suit off. No, you're Iron Man. You don't get to pick and choose when you're Iron Man. When you're a superhero, you don't get to pick and choose when you get to be a superhero. If you're Superman, you're Superman. If you're Spider-Man, you're Spider-Man. If you're Iron Man, you're Iron Man. You don't get to Peter Parker, Clark Kent, and just be like, well, you know what? I don't feel like doing this today. 
Tony Stark. I don't, I, you know what? I don't feel like throwing on the armor today. It's not my day. It doesn't work like that. And what, that's what we're seeing in this particular situation. The heat came down. She got found out. The best way to cut ties is to blame it on him, spin the story, make it seem like he did it, even though the relationship was consensual. Now we don't know the things that's going around with it, but this is what I'm thinking as well. They're also saying there is some alleged uh, things that he said, unwanted uh, advancements or unwanted uh, remarks. That was probably in defense of him probably thinking, all right, we've been cool. We've been having this relationship, but now you don't want to, you don't want to, now you're acting weird. So like he's saying things that he would normally say, but she doesn't, she doesn't feel that way anymore, which I'm pretty sure she probably did not make this clear to him. This was probably, I, I, I have a good sense of feeling like the rug was pulled un- from underneath him. As from his comment, his statement that he put out, he feels like he was blindsided. To be honest, he should have known better. It's Boston. Come on now. Boston, really? We know the history of black people in Boston. Um, not, we're not going to take it there uh, on this pod, but, I mean, do your research. But, uh, yeah, the, the allegations of messing with a vice president's um, spouse and she was someone that was on the uh, on the staff. She wasn't a high level on the staff, but she was part of the staff. They had to make this kind of action. It makes sense. There's still a lot to uncover. Uh, a lot of the full story. I'm not going to jump, but I'm just giving you a synopsis of a basis of what I think happened. And I'm pretty sure that if everything comes out, I'm pretty sure my bits and pieces will align with some of the story because I can see how like it just the story and his actions and the things that he's not really like you can kind of get a, a gauge that he really is clueless he's like what is going on here the rug was really yanked from underneath him the best way to avoid this Ime Adoka was to never mess with this woman in the first place especially a, a woman that's uh has something um I think what he did was he wanted to mess with someone that probably was like okay you have something to lose I have something to lose most people are doing that now because it's like if if you're a person that has a wife and a family, you don't want to get with someone that doesn't have that because when everything hits the fan, they have nothing to lose. So they will scorn you to the earth, but you want to be with someone that also has something to lose. And I'm, I'm assuming, I'm thinking that's what he went in this particular situation. I have Nia Long and my kid, and you have your, your, you know, you have your husband that works here at the organization. I don't know if they have kids. So he was probably just trying to find an equitable, evil, even playing field to play on. And in in not really knowing the full context, um, she got caught. She knew that hell was about to come. So what she did was she decided to throw him in the lava and save herself. And right now, Ime Adoka is in the lava. Um, this is definitely going to affect him moving forward. I just find that the timing is very impeccable. Um, if you don't believe me, look it up. Ime Doka just took his uh, team to the to the finals. First head coach to do that in the first year. He was gonna he was due for a big payday. I think the payday is out the door. He we can forget about that. He's not getting the money. They already said that he's not getting his salary will be cut. So he's already re, re, gonna re, re, uh, receive a reduced salary. The punishment being a year. Um, I don't agree with the punishment because. We have an owner in the NBA, in the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver, who just is out here calling players the N-word, using the N-word. Um, he has allegations and things of that nature on him as well. He was uh, suspended 
for the year. But I think right now he is in the pursuit of selling the team. So this is where we go back to uh, equality and equitable uh, things. Like, why is it that some things for some are equal and some things for others are not equal? The game is not consistent. It's different for different players. Your type of player. Are you a white player? Are you a black player? What is your background? What is your history? What is your social status? What is your economic status? These are all things that play a factor. We're also going to talk about the grotesque news and the coverage of this. The issue that I have with this is in the recently in the in the headlines and the stories, we also we just found out that Brett Favre has a welfare scandal trying to build a volleyball stadium for his daughter in in uh in his hometown. And being that is in his hometown, he took money that was supposed to be used for welfare. That was supposed to be going to the citizens and he ended up taking that money and using it to build the field to build the things that they wanted to do. That story is not being covered. But when Michael Vick fought dogs, that was on everywhere. You couldn't take that. You couldn't flip the channel and not see that. Uh, Michael Vick served jail time for that. Is Brett Favre going to serve jail time? I don't think so. And we're not, we got to separate it. Brett Favre, the man, and Brett Favre, the football player. Brett Favre, the football player, was cool. I'm, I'm a Brett Favre. I like him as a football player. But this particular situation, I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan because I don't see that as uh fair. This I haven't heard any any CNN, NBC, CNBC, ESPN. No one's covering this Brett Favre story, this scandal, but they're covering Ime Adoka's. Just crazy how things in, in America are different for different people. Yet we sit here and we claim that we're all a melting pot. Yet we claim that there is no racism. Yet we claim that everybody's the same. Everybody's equal. It's cap. It's cap. Because I don't see it. The game is different for those who play the game. If you have the armor and the weapons, the game will be easier for you. Being that if you have social status, if you have economic status, if you have lighter skin, whiter skin, the rules apply different to those. So moving forward, this is my uh, breakdown and analysis of what might happen with Ime Adoka. I'm thinking, to be honest, is it possible that he could coach in the NBA? It's possible. I don't think it's probable. There's a difference between possible and probable. And I'm going to tell you why. He, Ime Odoka has he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. He has two options. He could sue the NBA or sue the organization for the, uh, the coverage of it because this is, we, we got to, we, they dropped the ball. The Celtics put this story out. They didn't have to put it out. This could have stayed under wraps because these things happen all the time. Look at Jerry Jones. Look at the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones. Look at the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban. Look at the Phoenix Suns and Robert Sarver. There's plenty of organizations that have things going on like this. We, this is not the first story, and this will not be the last. People are always going to mess around with people at work. That is a thing. It's, it's not going anywhere. Now, there's implementations and things like that to protect it and to keep it from happening, but it will always happen. So where Ime Doka is running into a situation between being stuck in a rock and a hard place, it's like I said, he could sue, but if he sues, he will never get a job in the NBA again, which to me, I look at it like if I'm him, I'm suing. You're not going to get the money anyways, because what they're going to do is if they do hire him, 
they're going to look at him like, oh, well, we don't want to bring this guy in here because this is the guy that was messing around with people's spouses and um, messing with female staff. And most of the I'm guaranteeing that a lot of the all the teams in the NBA, they have female staff. There's female staff in every organization. So whether it's and especially now with the incentive to hire women, I would argue that there's way more women in most organizations than ever before. There's incentives to hire women. I've been saying this. People don't want to listen to me, but it's the facts. It's the truth. I get a double minority. I can hire a woman and I can hire a woman that that is a person of color. So or if it's sexual orientation. So I could get a three for one or two for one. That's like when you draw into the Uno, when you draw, when you when you draw into the plus two and the, and the plus four. So you're telling me that I can get a a gay or a lesbian black woman. So I get the woman, I get the gender, I get the gender minority, I get the sexual orientation minority, and then I also get the race my uh, minority. So I'm I'm getting like you're drawing straight into the Uno. That's like when you get when you play Monopoly and you get right onto the boardwalk. Like, you're walking right into it. That's a double win. So a lot of companies have incentives to hire women. There's way more incentives to hire women. And women are less arg- uh, argumentative when it comes to raises. Women are accepting of the pay. They don't have to worry about, oh, well, she might come to me and ask me for more money. Men are usually the ones that typically are more demanding and argumentative over wages. And they're going to ask for more money. Women typically, on average, don't do that. They don't negotiate. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's not looking good for him. He's either, I would say my, if I was in his shoes, I would probably resign because if you resign, you can walk away and, and then one, you can separate yourself from the, from the organization because the organization is clearly stepping away from you. So the best bet is to just separate and distance yourself from them since they're doing the same to you. Um, I know you don't want to walk away from the money, but they're already going to take, you're not going to get what you, what you initially thought you were going to get. Um, and how they handled it. You can't you can't bash me and and, and report the story and say that you're uh, in support of the women and then I'm bad that you suspended me and then then you're not going to fire me? Are you crazy? Ew. Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. Like what like who does that? Who announces my business and then you're going to keep me and then have me in limbo and then you already put my business, you blasted me. So the business is out. So then fire me. Oh, well, we're going to suspend you for a year. Or you can just fire me and pay me my money. You already, you already outs me. You think, you think the Golden State Warriors, you think the San Antonio Spurs, you think the Los Angeles Lakers, the Detroit Pistons, the Charlotte Hornets, you think all these other teams, the Houston Rockets, the Washington Wizards, you think these teams are about to pick me up? You didn't blast me. I'm blacklisted. I got the asterisks under my name. I'm walking around with the Scarlet A. You think somebody's about to come really pick me up? I might as well sue to get the money that I I feel that I'm deserving of because you guys handled the situation well, uh, handled it wrong. That's an internal situation. Y'all could have kept that under wraps and handled it uh, 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 a different way. Now, I get it. You could have just said that he violated. I mean, people would eventually, the story would come out eventually, but how they went about the story, it just doesn't make sense. You think you're going to suspend a head coach and no one's going to find out exactly what happened, especially for a whole year? The information, everything will come out. And that's what's happening now. The main issue that I have 
like I said, I want this. I want to be very clear because people love to take words and not and not understand. We live in a time now where people are putting their it's feelings over facts. Ime Adoka is clearly wrong. I want to repeat that. I want to repeat that. Ime Udoka is clearly wrong. You don't do this type of thing in the workplace. He is deserving of the punishment, and that is fine. Where my issue is is that the energy isn't consistent. The action isn't consistent with who was involved. If I have a consenting adult that was engaging in the same uh, activity as me, why is the punishment not on her end as well? This is the crazy clown world that we live in. Lack of accountability and women wanting to be equal only when it benefits them. Accountability is the modern woman's kryptonite. So you're telling me that you get to engage in this activity, you benefited from it. Now that it's on the now, now that shit has hit the fan, you get to absolve yourself of responsibility and accountability. And I'm the one to be excoriated and taken to the woodshed and, and, and treated like old yeller with the two bullets to the head. Are you crazy? You stupid. I don't, I don't agree with that. I will never agree with that. And people can get mad and upset, and I typically I'd be all with all due respect, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn if you're upset. Because it doesn't make sense. This is one thing that my mom and my dad taught me fairness. I know life isn't fair. Life is not amusement. It's not a fair. It's not, it's nothing in life is ever fair. However, we should strive, being in one of the greatest so on quote unquote democracies in one of the countries that embraces the ideal of fairness and innocent into proven guilty. Are these just uh, ideals that are, um, that are false that are just being placed or these things that people believe? Because in my opinion, I believe that that woman should face some type of re uh, uh, ramifications. She should receive some type of action. It's not a slap on the wrist. It's not, oh, well, she's a woman. I get it. This is not to absolve Ime Adoka. I clearly just said that. He deserves accountability, and he's accounting for it, and he has responsibility. But where is her responsibility? Where is her accountability? Where is the equality? This is the double standard that I constantly speak about, how men have to consistently deal with the, with the turmoils and the trials of America's society where we have to toe the line. The standards of masculinity and being a man are, are constant. They are static. They never change. Where a woman can fluctuate and decide, well, one day I want to be a man and the next day I want to be a woman. I get to pick and choose. I get to change the outfit. I can be Iron Man today, but if I don't want to be Iron Man today, I could just be, I could be myself. And that is, in fact, an issue that I have. And then also linking this to the issue that I have in America where a white quarterback can steal money and build a stadium when a black quarterback can fight dogs and go to jail and pay money and lose endorsements. Brett Favre has done worse. No coverage. No one's talking about it. But again, this is what it all goes back to. America and the game has never been fair. Life is not fair. And I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm cognizant of that. The game is never consistent. It's different for different players. White players get to make the rules 
and the black players have to find ways to play the game with the rules. That's just, it is what it is. I'm hoping that everybody involved in all this can learn from it, better themselves from it, and just uh, move forward. Ime Adoka, my thoughts and prayers out to him, as well as the organization and the things that that will cause, not just for the staff, but also for the players. They're very close with him. But this is the thing that I'm talking about. We're living in crazy times. Guys, protect yourselves. I say this all the time. Keep your DMs. Keep your text messages. Keep your emails. Don't be quick to just delete stuff. I've seen reports of men saying they don't feel comfortable working with women. There was a poll. A lot of men are wanting to be working with men because they don't have to deal with that. Now, of course, we, obviously we live in this world now where there is same-sex orientation. But, I mean, those things don't typically occur in those scenarios. It only seems that when women enter the workplace, we start running into these types of situations. And hopefully, these situations do not occur. Learn from Ime Adoka. Learn from even my, my situation. And even though my situation wasn't as dire, wasn't as uh, simple. But like I said, it's all a lesson. It's all a learning lesson. I know a lot of guys go through this. They're just embarrassed and don't want to talk about it. But I'm an open book. I'm going to give it up every time. I have nothing to hide. So just be careful. Keep your messages. Keep your DMs. Keep your text messages. Keep everything. Because they're guaranteed they are. And most of the time, let's keep it real. If you, they're going to crop out and, and put and make it seem what they never show the full messages. They only show what they want to be seen. A person that has nothing to hide, hides nothing. And a person that has to hide, hides everything. So with that being said, you were tuned into the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I'm your host, JR. I love y'all. I hope y'all guys stay safe and stay well. I'll go ahead and close this thing out. Um, this track is called uh, Pressure, The Pressure. This is off of King Disease 2, Nas. Hope you guys enjoy it. Again, like I didn't already. Real ones still around. Release the confetti. Got sun across the belly. Oh shit! I ain't made it till we all could say that we made it. Been down with the hustle so long, feel like we related. Take my word like you would from the book of Revelations. Dead presidents, that shit come when you dedicated. I invest in education cause we wasn't privy. We got busy, put scholarship programs throughout the city. Hefe did it my way, chairman of the committee. Rat pack niggas like Sinatra in the 60s. Come through on some wavy shit. Valentino camouflage on some Army Navy shit. I know you can feel the pressure, keep up with my cadences. QB lingo, freestyles taping on stretching Barbito. Hit through me the beat and I had to eat it, huh? The lies I recorded in your session deleted. Hurting niggas, I think they out for the rest of the season. Try to play it cool, they don't wanna see me heated. Nah. Pressure weigh a ton, it's getting too heavy Had to inspire them again like I didn't already Real ones still around, release the confetti Got sun across the belly Got sun across the belly The world
world on my shoulders is getting too heavy I've been bitch pressing the problems ain't even get sweaty Cops brutalizing kids, I see it too steadily Correctional facilities never do it correctly My main statement is this whole game is triangulated Little versions of who, nigga, there's no replacement Beside my kids, boundaries are my greatest creation I've been on five, four generations It's nice till I'm gone, get my all, give them all Miles on my Peloton, I've been working on my core Colors of Benetton, pastel rugs on the floor Lil prep me, Ferrari testy She out on the terrace, glass of Petrus with her bestie Drunk Texan, while I'm out here trying to spread the message You searching for qualities that I'm already blessed with R&B X's, charms on a necklace Godson across the belly Godson across the belly Weight of the world Embrace the pressure That was Nas, the pressure. And with that being said, it would appear that we have reached the end of the show. I hope you guys are doing well and staying safe. Like I said, y'all know I love y'all. Remember, look out for each other. Love one another. Remember, life is short. Gary Coleman. If you love someone, tell them you love them. Remember, we can't force people to be who you want them to be. They will be who they want to be. And with that being said, y'all were tuned in. To the one and only, Son of Tony, the best kept secret podcast. I'm your host, JR, and I'm gone. Best kept secret. Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the Triple kill. Monster kill. Mega kill. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo.